Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Hi, guys. This is Abby and Rachel. Hey, hey. And we are Caffeinated Chicks. We have another great topic to talk to you guys about today, um, about self con- self-confidence. I almost said self-control. Wow, good morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so a Monday. Cool. It is Monday. <laughs> Rachel, what are you drinking today and what are you um, grateful for this morning? I am drinking Black Rifle Black Coffee. Once again, we've got to be really, really close now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much always the same deal with me. Um, unless I'm sick or something like that. I don't typically drink coffee when I'm sick. But yeah, I just love my black coffee. So it tends to be what I'm drinking. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and... Uh, What I'm grateful for, I am grateful for camping, tent camping to be in particular. Um, I just, I really enjoy it. And that's one of the things I look forward to the most about summer. It's just being outside in nature and a fire going, sitting around the fire and just talking. And if you're at a really cool campsite, you have no service. So then you can just put your phone away and... It's just very calming and I look forward to every weekend we go camping because it's just like a breather, like just this big breath of fresh air. And so I am very, very grateful for camping. I love that. I wish we would camp more. It's been a while, (laughs) but I love camping too. Yes. How are you, Abby? Let's see. I am just drinking um, a very cheap... Uh, excuse for coffee um but i'm drinking the starbucks uh little cold press drinks the ones where you get in the bottle from a gas station oh (laughs) that's what i'm drinking today and i am grateful for um going out on a vacation with my cousin and my sister Uh, we just got back from my nations not too long ago and so pretty excited about that it was a lot of fun and it was just nice to be in the car with all of my friends and my family and (laughs) it was just a great time so I'm the cousin by the way yes (laughs) it was nice to actually see my cousin Rachel's face yes not not via video but (laughs) in person yeah and be with all of the money people yeah it was awesome yes much needed. It was a great getaway. So yes, I'm grateful for. (laughs) Rachel, do you want to start off our topic about self-confidence today? Yeah, absolutely. So this is such a hard topic because it's so hard. It just is. Like, I mean, where do you begin to start about (laughs) (laughs) self-confidence? Because it's just hard to have confidence in yourself. And even the most confident people I can still see them wane in this. Oh, yeah. And um, 
And it just depends on your season of life too, I think. Um, I think adulthood for me has been a lot harder than when I was in college. Um, I think I struggled a lot less with self-confidence when I was in college. I was a pretty um, secure in myself and all of the things. And then I became an adult and there were a lot of other things to compare myself to. And yeah, it just waned a little bit. And it was frustrating to see because I look back at my college self and I'm like, I want to be that person again. I want to be like that confident person who doesn't care what anyone thinks. But yeah. um, I also didn't have the opportunities for comparison that I have now being an adult and a wife and um, having in-laws and just all the things. And so it's a lot harder now. But I wanted to share a couple of quotes and uh, there's like one big quote and then like little mini ones that kind of stem off of it. But I really, really liked this one and I'm excited for you to hear it, Abby. (laughs) It says, I taught myself confidence when I'd walk into a room and feel scared to death. I'd tell myself, I'm not afraid of anybody and people believe me. You've got to teach yourself to take over the world. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's saying something to yourself so often that you finally actually start to believe it. And yeah. I mean, in a sense here, she was faking confidence. I mean, I I just tell myself I'm not afraid of anybody and people would believe me, even though she was afraid of everybody. But because she told herself I'm not, she came off with that fake confidence and people believed her. And so... Yeah, a couple of sub quotes from that is confidence comes not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. I really like that one. Yeah, (laughs) Um, Confidence isn't walking into a room thinking you're better than everyone. It's walking in not having to compare yourself to anyone at all. Yes. You have nothing to prove to anybody. Yep. This all, obviously, this brings me back deja vu to our comparison podcast. This was like our first podcast, I think, our actual real podcast, I think it was. Um, Insane. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It feels like so long ago. It does. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, a lot of lack of confidence comes from caring what people think, being afraid to be wrong. Um, Yeah. That's really what a lot of it stems off of. And so it's just telling yourself, I don't, I'm, I'm not afraid of anybody. Um, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I just wanted to share just a couple of things along those lines um, about just ways to help you feel more confident, um, sort of these. Yeah. And the first one is positive self-talk. Which we just we, had yep. a couple of episodes ago. So you obviously knew this one was, was going to come up. I mean, even yep. in the even in the phrase, I'm not afraid of anybody that this quote said. That's kind of an, a version of positive self-talk. It's speaking positively to yourself. I don't know why I had to say it again that way. Yeah. But, um, and that's when you do that you say positive and uplifting words to yourself, you will trick your brain into thinking it actually believes those things. Yeah. Even if it doesn't, you say something enough, you begin to believe it. I was listening to a coaching call the other day. Um, and this girl, Megan, I don't know how to say her last name. starts with a W. 
um, but she's a life coach and she's also um, a coach for your or a network marketing coach through your virtual upline. She's wonderful. I love her. And she said that she's a very anxious person and sometimes she'll wake up in the morning and she'll have an anxious thought right away. And it will be like wild. Like it, it'll be like, I'm, what if my husband dies today? Or just, just wild, anxious thoughts. And she has trained her brain anytime that pops up to go, I'm good, life's good. I'm good, life's good. I'm good, life's good. And she says it so many times that that thought goes away. And she just focuses on, you know, I'm good. Life is good. And she just keeps saying it to herself. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, the best and quickest way to honestly have any self-confidence of any kind is positive self-talk, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what you, what you think about that, Abby. No, I definitely agree. I feel like you have to kind of get yourself into that framework and kind of change that mindset on, yeah, everything is okay and everything's going to work out. And mm-hmm. I loved her little mantra. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm good. Life's good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm anxious, I usually go to, and this is actually very new because I, the person who told me this was at junior high camp back in June, but she was like, anxiety is not of the Lord. And so anytime I'm anxious, that's my first thought. It's not of the Lord. It is not of the Lord. I don't need to feel like this. It's not of the Lord. And that, that has made a huge difference in my life already. But yeah, you have to have something. I mean, something that you can consistently tell yourself. Um, and I know that this, I mean, the anxiety is not an example at all of self-confidence necessarily, but it's just kind of showing you how po- how powerful words are. Yeah. When they're used, I mean, words are powerful when they're used negatively also, but how powerful they are when they're used positively. And another really interesting um, way to help boost your self-confidence is to put yourself in uncomfortable positions. (laughs) I know nobody likes this, but growth (laughs) in anything is what actually fuels your self-confidence. So take going to college, for example, you are going to college to get a degree to be able to do something in the work world. Once you went to college and you had all of that knowledge, you had this confidence in yourself that you are going to be able to accomplish what you were, what you went to school for when you got a real job, right? right? And so it's kind of the same thing. Like, was that comfortable? Probably not. I mean, there are probably a lot of uncomfortable things about college. I know for me there was, but it fuels your self-confidence. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. So growing will fuel your self-confidence. You can't build your self-confidence within your comfort zone. Yeah. And growing just makes you feel better about yourself too. Let's be honest. So it naturally brings about self-confidence. I know when I was learning Spanish, like when I first learned it, I had zilch confidence. I got, I had nothing. <laughs> And it was like awkward and scary and I didn't want to put myself out there. But now I am like confident enough to be like, for example, with my business, somebody wants to pay me this. I'm like, no, I'm worth more than that. Yep. And so it's a confidence now because I put myself into the uncomfortable position to learn a second language. Yep. <clears throat> Do you have anything on that, Abby? Not that off I can think of head. off the top of my head. No, I feel like you've definitely hit a lot of those points pretty well. <laughs> um, another one, I really do like this one, is reflecting on your past accomplishments. 
um, remembering when you did that total or like, just remember when you did that totally scary thing and everything ended up being okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So why would this scary thing be any different? So that's like one question to ask yourself when you're, um, scared to do something. Remember when you did that one thing this many years ago or this many months ago or whatever it is. I thought about that and I was like, Oh my word, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I've done so many scary things in my life and funny thing, it always works out. Oh yeah. And it's cool to look back on it and Uh see like, yeah, this did make me grow and I've Mm -hmm. changed because of this and I overcame that fear. Mm -hmm. It put me in that uncomfortable position and I'm okay. Yeah. And it boosted your Mm self-confidence. Next one is be present. Abby and I like this one. We've been... Just really trying to focus on being present a lot in our own lives, I know. Yes. Um, But this will keep you from the fear of the future of not being good enough or whatever because you're living in the current moment. Um, Oftentimes, I think a lot of your your lack of self-confidence comes from being worried about something in the future. Yeah. Like not being good enough for something or sufficient or worthy or whatever. But if you're in the present moment, you're not thinking about those things. You're just thinking about being with your loved ones or um, doing whatever it is that you enjoy doing in the moment that you're doing it. And I think, man, I honestly think we would all be much happier people if we just lived in moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't. Yeah. There's, um, there was, I can't remember what it was about, but it was basically saying we live so much in the future or in the past that we, we forget to be present. Yep. And it is so true. It is. Because usually when we're living in the future, it's because we're waiting for that next plan or this is on my calendar. This is coming up and I got a plan for this. It's mm-hmm. like, mm, yes, that is great and all, but remember to stay present too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't miss the point. Yep. Because I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to get to the end of my life and wish I would have. I want to get to the end of my life and say, no, I know I did. Yep. Um, next couple ones is acknowledge your strengths. So another huge thing with not having self-confidence is when you're constantly looking at the things you're bad at and you're drawing your confidence from that. Please don't do that. No. <laughs> like, huh. Everyone is good at something and everyone is not good at something. It's just how life works. So just stop focusing on your weaknesses and start focusing on your strengths. I mean, what are what is something that comes naturally for you? Everybody has it. Even yeah. if you don't think that you do, you have something that comes naturally for you. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a skill. It can be the fact that you're so nice to people. Right. I mean, that can be something that should give you confidence. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a skill. Although I'm fairly convinced you have a skill that comes naturally for you. So focus on that. If you focus on all the things you're not good at, of course, you're not going to be very confident. <laughs> right. And you're always going to have that bigger list of the weaknesses or the mm-hmm. things you're not good at. But you got to remember and celebrate those strengths because you mm-hmm. have so many. Yep. And I mean, if you want to be confident in something that you label as a weakness and is a reason for your lack of confidence, then put yourself in the uncomfortable position and do it and yep. get better at it, self-discipline, and then you'll be confident in it. Right. The <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. 
Um, and then this last one, I really, I really like this one. It's fix your heart. So just like negative self-talk, your lack of self-confidence stems from somewhere. And if you can identify it, you can overcome it. So just take a moment and have a heart to heart with yourself. Do I need to feel this way? Do I really need to feel like this? Why do I feel like this? And take a moment, like take a half hour, an hour and go out in nature where you're alone or something and just ask yourself those questions. Do I need to feel this way? Because if you don't, then you can choose to feel a different feeling. (laughs) But it's a choice. I agree. Well, I have a couple different things on here too. So five unique confidence things that you can work on would be learning about something you love. Mm -hmm. which is always a fun one to do. Create something from scratch. I know Rachel's really big on her sourdough. (laughs) Um, I personally like making different things on my Cricut. I am very crafty, so I love making things from scratch or as as from scratch as you can get with a Cricut. (laughs) Um, Working out. We've talked about this one before. Mm -hmm. um taking yourself on a self-development date so this one's kind of a little different um i love listening to podcasts all sorts of podcasts crime Mm -hmm. junkies and crime show ones are my absolute favorite but i also really love self-discipline and self motivational Mm self-development all those types of things i love listening and learning about new things and just learning how to better myself So I think that one's very important too on self-confidence. And then doing a self-care day. I love self-care days. There's so (laughs) many different things you can do for self-care days. And sometimes they're few and far between, but they're important. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I would say to touch on about the self-confidence is remembering not to compare yourself to others. We've talked heavily on this in multiple different podcast episodes yes. but and if you so have true. not actually listened to our comparison podcast go back check it out listen to that <laughs> yes and our com- yeah a comparison one i was like going to say yeah and our comparison one <laughs> oh my goodness happy Did- monday abby <laughs> it is a monday oh my gosh i swear oh uh another one would be <laughs> starting the day with positivity yep Rachel talked about this one earlier as well, and it's so important to start your day with positivity, no matter what that is for you. Sometimes, like we've talked about before, the high-five habit, mm-hmm. high-fiving yourself in the morning, saying something kind to yourself in the morning, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, making your bed, anything, just do something that's going to help start your day with positivity. Yep. Rachel loves to read the Bible in the morning as well. That's another big thing. Um, I love this one. <clears throat> um, fixing another queen's crown. So mm. you mu- we must boost each other up. Every one of us has experienced a bad day. So be the light in someone's black lit- bleakness. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it takes the focus off of you a little bit. And I think yeah. sometimes with self-confidence and like not feeling very confident in yourself, you are so focused on yourself. And just taking a step back and trying to boost someone else is really 
does boost yours. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's a win-win. It is. And like the act of like a simple compliment can go a very long way. Yes. <laughs> very long way. It can completely change somebody's mood and completely mm-hmm. even make somebody's day by just a simple compliment. I agree. So. If I get a random text from a friend that just is a compliment, I will probably be happy all day. So. I get very emotional. So when people do stuff like that for me, I cry. (laughs) (laughs) I had a girlfriend and I was just having a rough week, probably about a month ago or something like that. And she just sent me a little like, go treat yourself to some coffee type thing. Like you've survived the week. And I literally started crying. Like it was the sweetest little sentiment I've ever received. And it was just... It made my whole day. So you just never know, like, what can happen by just a simple compliment. So making sure we lift each other up because it's what we all need. Yep. Find Um, your tribe. That's another good one for you to listen to. another (laughs) one. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to love every single one of our episodes. Right. I know it. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, getting healthy is another good one. We've talked about this one as well. We'll probably yeah. touch about yeah. this in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, developing an inner dialogue. So engage mm. in a dialogue with yourself because you know you better than anyone else. Yep. And it's not crazy to talk to yourself. Promise you. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we talked about this in positive self-talk. Yes, exactly. Yep. Sometimes you just need to explore what's going to bring you down and that's going to help you bring, bring yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Words are really hard for me today. My goodness. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of reminds you to like kind of verbally um, get to those strong points and values and just kind of helps. It's kind of like a little therapy if you think about yeah. it. Just kind of like that self-talk and just positive thinking. Mm-hmm. All of those stem together to create that self-confidence. So just yeah. finding your inner, inner dialogue and talking to yourself is very important too. Mm-hmm. Um, my last two um, would be establishing relationship lines. So some of mm-hmm. us have a harder time with this one than others. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Myself included. Um, but establishing how you want to be treated and the standard of how people are going to communicate and should communicate with you and interact with you is very important for your self-worth. Yeah. So in turn, just kind of like setting those guidelines is also going to help you become more confident about yourself as well because you mm-hmm. know how you want to be treated and yep. you stick to those things. Exactly. You know your values. So. Lastly, this one's huge. Rachel and I have also talked about this in other episodes, but removing social negativity. Hmm. So we all know there's this big world of social media, obviously. Yep. We, unless you live under a rock, we all know about <laughs> social media. And it's brought drama up right on your couch where you're sitting in your pajamas. Yes. It happens all the time. Yep. So maybe you're just sipping a glass of wine or drinking a cup of coffee or having some water, whatever your drink of choice is, and you are just absorbing all of that negative 
energy Mm -hmm. and negative things that come with social media. So you want to remove it and you want to, you don't want to be that nosy cousin or family member, that (laughs) dramatic best friend that's constantly oversharing or just some far off person from the past. You can silence them, better yet, delete them. Get mm-hmm. them out of your mind, get them out of your space, and that's going to help you grow and get that self-confidence back yeah. as well once you get rid of those things. I read a stat the other day about how our generation or just like the generation of kids today are like the most anxious and most depressed than yes. we have ever had. And they linked that to social media. And I 1000% agree. Yeah. Because there's so much to compare yourself to. Yeah. And you're not out on your bike with your friends in nature like we did growing up. Oh my gosh. That was my highlight of growing up. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, there's so much truth to that. I mean, if I, I keep, I say all the time, if I could live without social media, I would. Um, and I just can't because the vast majority of my business is through social media and um, also don't feel like cutting myself off from the people that I don't see very often as social media is the way of doing that. But there are definitely ways you can place boundaries and take breaks. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is quite frankly, it has made so many people so anxious and so depressed. And obviously it wasn't like that years ago when we were in school before it was a huge thing. No, it makes me feel old. It makes me feel really old. (laughs) And we're not even old. (laughs) No. (laughs) But just simple things like that is going to help you boost your self-confidence. Like Mm -hmm. we said earlier on all those tips, like just trying out those simple things is going to help get that confidence back in you. So I hope we kind of brought you guys some value. Um, from this podcast um but stay tuned we have some fun episodes coming up your way very soon and we'll talk to you later guys thank you guys for letting us share bye-bye thank you so much for joining us this week i hope you enjoyed getting to know abby and i over a cup of coffee black for me or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me gross (laughs) we look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.